This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 20th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USDA's China hopes a farm bill tractorcade and new dietary advisors equity focus. USDA's Taylor sees opportunity to improve U.S.-China relationship. A trade war between the U.S. and China during the Trump administration added tension between the two countries. But China is still the largest foreign market for U.S. farmers, and USDA's top trade official sees an opportunity to improve ties through agriculture. We're reinvesting in that relationship, Under Secretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs Alexis Taylor told reporters at USDA's Washington headquarters yesterday. There is an opportunity coming out of the past several years. There are areas of collaboration to invest with that Chinese relationship, Taylor said. Taylor stressed that there will be, quote, a whole host of challenges in finding common ground with China, a country that often does not live up to a rules-based system. She noted that both countries do have common goals in improving innovation and food security. Groups organizing to get Farm Bill climate focus. A coalition of groups representing small-scale farmers as well as farm workers and minority producers is organizing a gathering on Capitol Hill in March calling for the next Farm Bill to put a focus on addressing climate change. Organizers are likening the event to the 1979 tractorcade when farmers massed in D.C. to demand federal policy reforms. For countless farmers and communities across the country, a status quo farm bill would miss the mark, said Mike Lavender of the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition. Nothing short of bold structural changes, including significant investments in sustainable agriculture and enacting fair pricing policies, will do. New dietary guidelines advisors include health equity experts. The newly appointed Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee is likely to put more of a focus on the dietary needs of low-income and minority populations. Several of the 20 committee members have expertise in that area, including one who's a specialist in nutrition needs among Native Americans. Jesse Silverman, a senior policy associate for the Center for Science and the Public Interest, said the committee members have a diversity of expertise and backgrounds in a way that I think is unprecedented. Why it matters? Well, the committee will make recommendations for revising guidelines which shape federal nutrition policy. They are closely watched by industry as well as the nutrition and healthcare community. By the way, the Nutrition Coalition, a group associated with low-carb advocates, called on USDA and the Department of Health and Human Services to disclose committee members' potential conflicts of interest. The official website for the Dietary Guidelines says, quote, the vetting process for potential members included a background check by HHS to determine if any candidates have a financial, ethical, legal, and or criminal conflict of interest that would prohibit them from serving on the committee. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. 
Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. A group called Farm Action is calling on the Federal Trade Commission to investigate whether antitrust violations are contributing to soaring egg prices. Economists at the White House and elsewhere attribute high egg prices to the avian flu outbreak. But Farm Action says in a letter to the FTC that nothing, quote, justifies the dominant egg producers more than three-fold price hike. Rick Herrera, CEO of ProEgg, that's a newly formed egg cooperative on the West Coast, says prices prior to the HPAI outbreak, did not allow producers to make a profit much of the time. The outlook is for prices to decline slowly, but not to return to pre-HPAI levels based on the impact it has had on breeder flocks, Herrera said. FTC hears concerns on proposed Kroger-Alberson's merger. Some supermarket employees are asking the FTC to oppose the proposed merger between Kroger and Albertsons. During a commission meeting yesterday, one Safeway employee who has been a grocery store worker for 38 years says she's seen firsthand the negative impact to workers and overall reduced competition when Albertsons purchased Safeway 10 years ago. We can't handle another mess like what happened with the last merger, the employee told the FTC. She also said she believes there will be less competition to hold down food price increases. Another Safeway employee from Colorado said he believes the merger will result in thousands of workers losing their job and having their pensions decimated. By the way, Albertsons plans to pay $4 billion special dividend to investors today that following the Washington State Supreme Court's lifting of an injunction. Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson had sought to block Albersons from paying the $6.85 per share dividend originally scheduled for last November. USDA aims to make RD programs easier to access. Sochi Torres Small, USDA Undersecretary for Rural Development, says the department knows that rural development programs can be inaccessible to some groups due to complexity of the application process. In an interview for AgriPulse Newsmaker, Torres Small said the department is looking at how to make programs, quote, easier to access so that you don't necessarily need a grant writer to be able to qualify for the funds. We know in order to reach the people who need and deserve our services most, we've got to make sure that our programs are easier to access to get real work done, she said. Now, newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. While there are challenges, I think there are big opportunities. That Alexis Taylor, USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs, on the U.S. trade relationship with China. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 20th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally. 